So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. We see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. Clean the garage. <laughs> you can find us stuff to make a zigzag. <laughs> Could have been mine. Could have built a zigzag. <laughs> Still might. Here we go. <laughs> Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Godot, Matt Penn, Reddy Rich, and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South here in Las Vegas. This week, Matt Donnelly can go home again. Godot wants to sponsor the Carnival Game Olympics, and it seems like D. Snyder is not going to take it anymore. Here he is, preaching love. Mr. Pendulette. Jesus, that was really not bad. Yeah. That was really okay, Goodell. I'm warming up. You are. I got up early. You're getting good. Preaching love. Here we are. And Goodell, you are, uh, can we announce that you're If leaving? you wish, yes. It's heartbreaking, and I'll cry the rest of the show, but you're welcome to do You're that. leaving Las Vegas. I'm moving out of Las Vegas. Yeah. You, you don't know where you're going. Not don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking the song left and right. This I've is a coping mechanism. Clearly, <laughs> things have gone terribly. We're moving. <laughs> if you um, if you told me that I had to clean out your garage, mm -hmm. I would sit down and die. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to die, but it's not sitting down. <laughs> I have for five days been throwing things away. I have one of those industrial size forty foot long dumpsters in front of my house, and I have filled it three fourths of the way full. There are Jesus parts where it's sticking Christ. above the part where it says you can't have it higher than this. Oh, geez. <laughs> that must be expensive. Did they did bring one of those and get it taken yeah, away? Yeah, it's like 400 bucks or something. Oh, yeah. Not too terrible. And they just You just fill it up and they take it away. Just fill it up and they take it away. Is there I'm, sure, another, I'm sure they're going straight to Goodwill with it. <laughs> is, there another, is there another Goodell in town that moves it right into his garage? <laughs> <laughs> if only... Hey, we should mention that your trike is for sale. If somebody wants to email me, we can get the whole of the tandem pink torpedo. Oh, the pink torpedo tandem trike was really nice. It's really we nice. We had some good times on And it's on in my place. garage, and uh, I put on two new tires yesterday, and it needs one more new tire. Uh -huh. Out of the three, turns out all three <laughs> need to be replaced. Well, uh, it, it was a good thing. If someone wants it, they should pick it up. They should come get it. Uh, Quick. And I also have an eight-foot-tall unicycle <laughs> and an what? unsupported ladder. <laughs> If you're in the market for circus props. You're, not, you're getting rid of your unicycle? I'm getting rid of an eight-foot-tall unicycle. I ride a six-foot-tall one in the show. Uh, it uh, turns out that eight-foot, although it sounds like it's only two feet higher, is about 40 feet higher. <laughs> <laughs> you get up on that eight-foot, it is terrifying. Oh, interesting. It is terrifying. Uh, I will tell you, Goudreau, I didn't say this at the time because I didn't think it was walking into your garage. Mm -hmm. Caused me a huge amount of anxiety. <laughs> Too much stuff. 
There's too much stuff in there. You were in my place in New York. Yeah. See, that was before I was married. Yes. And that was the way I like to live. Yeah. Sure. My place in New York was almost a full block, okay? Yeah. Long and Long, thin. skinny. And it had one room. It had an office at one end and a bedroom at one end. But then the rest of the apartment was one room, about four times the size of the room we're in. Oh, neat. It was big, uh, yeah. In terms of length. Really nice. A little wider. There were four diner booths on one wall. There was a kitchen on the opposite wall, kind of recessed. Then there was a large screen TV in one end and a couch and nothing else. <laughs> nothing. So you could really, there was at least the length of like four bowling alleys unobstructed. I mean, completely <laughs> unobstructed. You could practice archery. Not, not a thing in there. Not a thing in there. And you could sit on that couch in that room and you'd be, it was, it felt like you were in a gymnasium. <laughs> if I had, you know what I'm always thinking about, if I had, um, my choice of, of, of any office I could have, yeah. it would be a single glass desk with nothing on it, but a computer, a chair, and then about a gymnasium size around it with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know, I always put my desk up on a riser because mm -hmm. yeah. I like to be just surrounded by nothing yeah i do not like the feeling of coziness mm -hmm. i yeah. like the feeling of austerity imagine how it would be to walk into penn's office and walk all the way across that to talk to him <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh man and then realize like i left my you, like you would stress i left my phone on my jacket that i hung up when i came in i have to go all the way back <laughs> yeah Clock, uh, clock, I, clock, clock. But that was just that was just tremendous. Yeah. I, I just love that. Very high ceilings. It was a loft. Yeah. Mm. And um uh, it was just enormous. And really no decorating, windows on all the walls, maybe one or two little pieces of art. Yeah. And nothing else. And then you'd think, well, you're gonna go into the bedroom and that'll be all crowded and no. Bedroom was the same way, just a <laughs> bed, nothing else. <laughs> It was a closet off there. Yeah. And then my office was a desk and nothing else at the end of that long, long expanse. That's nice. It was a good apartment. It was very nice. That was a good apartment. It would feel like it was like a show apartment for anyone to look at to see if they wanted to move in. Right. Like they could exactly. just go there. And be like, you can do anything with this space. And for a while. Ride the tricycle from one end to the other. <laughs> I used to ride my unicycle. I used to ride my unicycle every morning around it. And you could comfortably ride a unicycle. How many places do you have where you can comfortably ride a unicycle I've, and feel like you're getting a good ride? I have zero, I have zero unicycle rooms in my house. <laughs> He's also got enough ceiling height to use the eight foot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for a while, I had moved to Vegas and still owned my New York apartment. And people used to go and stay there. Goodell was one of them. He is, yes. And your wife, who was at my, that time your ex-wife. My the return of my wife <laughs> <laughs> happened there. Thank you to Mr. Gillette. Yep. All right. And uh, after a good deal of incredulity, <laughs> he said, <laughs> you sounded like you said you're going to go out with your ex-wife. <laughs> there was incredible in incredulity. It's, it's, a, it's an odd feat. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Well, not that, but like we're standing here as a, in a moment of where that's still a successful move, right? Yeah. Like, I guess I would put on a lot of my friends to marry their ex-wives again. But to have it work, I would put money on none of them, right? That's, that's, that's the weird thing. Well, uh, Bobby, Bobby Reynolds, uh, the sideshow great, the greatest sideshow talker um, west of the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. East was, um, of course, Ward Hall. But Bobby Reynolds has been married 12 times and three times to the same woman. 
Is and he it, married to her now? Uh, no. Is that the current? The he last, must zip through the paperwork at the courthouse. The last, <laughs> the last wife. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Ben. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> Good to see you. Hey, Bobby. No, I, know, I know the drill. Zip, 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 zip. The last wife he married, he didn't marry. He adopted because there was some sort of weird thing with Will stuff and it was very Whoa. weird and creepy. Yeah, that sounds weird. But Bobby Reynolds has a tattooed dog and a calf with two heads, and he has a little person who lives with him who is available to work all the time in a sideshow. <laughs> the tattooed dog, the two-headed calf, and the little person just live with him. And if he decides to do a sideshow, he's just got them. He's just ready to go. You know, it's obviously his friend. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. <laughs> but if you want it on one Sunday instead of a garage sale, just do a little sideshow in his garage. Yeah, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, like, oh, shit, I forgot to get candy. It's Halloween. Yeah. I'll just do a sideshow the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ready. He's ready for that all. Yeah, the time. yeah. But do you know other people that have married their ex-wives? No. I don't. I don't either. Don't know anybody. Yeah. I don't know anybody. But it's worked out really well. Turns out we got all the fighting out of the way in the first four years, uh -huh. and then spore four years recovering and have been married for 23 years since. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you have a garage full of shit. Yeah. Well, I don't think people, pretty full I don't think people can picture. Did you ever <laughs> see Godot's garage? I have seen Godot's yeah. garage. It was, it had things that levitated so that things could be also over your head cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your trike, for example, is hanging from the roof in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. had a car in your garage? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can get three cars in the garage when when I work really hard at it. <laughs> but I do have a billion shelves and things hanging from the ceiling and racks and... And do you know where things are? Yes. Wow. Yes, I do. I do. In fact, I just brought Matt a, a magic trick today from my garage. That's true. But it's a flat one, so it didn't take up a lot of space. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you with the trike. <laughs> you can have this trick, but you got to take the trike too. Right now I have a suspension rig taking room in the garage that my wife hates me for, and it's definitely become a load-bearing shelf for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the Goldilocks zone between you two. <laughs> well, no, I, I have everything. If you came to my house and said, I want to go kayaking, I have a kayak for you and a kayak for me. <laughs> so we can both go kayaking. All right. Let's go kayak. <laughs> If you come, if you come to my house yeah. and say I want to go kayaking, I'll say, "What are you crazy? We're going out for coffee." <laughs> well, a year ago I would have said, "Let's go kayaking." Now, because of Lake Mead, we should just get the trike out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just ride across Lake Mead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dodging the bodies. <laughs> well, I have three trikes. I have two single trikes and a tandem trike. Oh wow! I'll call some friends. <laughs> yeah, so four of us could go out on a track. Well, now, good old, are, are there ads for today? No. Okay. You're good. 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 Just for good. my garage sale. <laughs> all things must go. All things must go. And you must be in Vegas, and you must come get it now. <laughs> this is strange. Godot was one of the first people I met out here, because I came out of here for- uh, For everybody, that's true. Right. That was that was true for Bugsy Siegel. <laughs> Bugsy Siegel. Bugsy Siegel came out first person. <laughs> Mayor Godot. Goodman, all of them yeah. Yeah. met Godot first. It's very weird to picture Las Vegas without Michael Godot in it. I know. I will, I, will not, I will not be able to picture. He'll still be here in my mind. But where did you- Okay. Jesus. When you start a sentence like this with Godot, it's always horrifying. Did you buy <laughs> some uh, something to uh, travel with your family in? Not yet. But you're going to? Yeah. Like an RV? No, not an RV. Uh, probably a, a minivan. Minivan. A minivan. I have a rooftop. I have a rooftop rack that'll hold all the camping gear, mm -hmm. and we'll be on our way. Do you have a route planned? 
very, very vaguely. My family wants, we're going to go anywhere they want to go. My kids have both quit their jobs. And so this is the last chance for my family to go on a vacation as easily as a group. Mm-hmm. And so we that, are going to spend. That passed with my family when they were like eight. Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> it, yes, not mine. Mine has been great. Mm-hmm. And we are going to drive from, uh, well, from here we're going to Arizona for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go through Yosemite. What do you mean a couple of weeks? We're going to do in Arizona for a couple of weeks. People that live there can't be there a couple of weeks. <laughs> we're, we're going to Camp Verde. You're going to camp a couple of no, weeks? No, 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 no. We're going uh, to- They're probably going to my, join the Republican Party down my there. My wife's it's mom, a real sister, circus. lives near there, okay. lives there in Camp Verde. <laughs> and my, my mother-in-law just got her knee replaced a couple of, like a week ago. And the old knee is in your garage. And the old knee's, yeah. <laughs> I'm making soup. If um, you go to my house and say, I need a knee, I got a knee. We I can got both, a knee. In fact, I got two. We can both go kneeing. <laughs> as long as you want a biological knee, we're okay. If you want a metal knee, I don't have one yet. But I'd buy one. If you come across one, let me know. I will bid on it. <laughs> we're going to Arizona. We're going to hang out. My daughter and I are going to go to the Grand Canyon, uh, and then we're going to drive from there. We're going to drive. Why are your daughter and you are going to the Grand Canyon? Why not your son and your wife? Well, my son will go to the Grand Canyon with us as well. My wife probably won't. She does. I don't know that she wants to go to the Grand Canyon on this particular trip she's been. My son and my daughter. hole. My daughter's very excited about going to the Grand Canyon. I found out recently that I have friends who have very strong opinions about the Grand Canyon being stupid. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what do they say? They go like, "Why? Why go there? Why?" They just they 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 roll their eyes. They they suck teeth when they hear people are planning a trip to the Grand Canyon. Like it's just a big hole. They say. Uh, yeah. You went a couple of years ago. I went a couple of years ago with my family, and it was good. It was good. Yeah. And then many years ago in the eighties, I went with two friends. We went down to the um, the Native American reservation. Yeah, the Hobbit Falls at the bottom. We went to the falls. Oh. Rode horses. Wow. Imagine me on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can the horse. Because <laughs> the horse's eye sees things six times larger than a human eye. Isn't that, isn't that right? What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought that the reason, uh, this is, uh, it, I, I've, I'll, I welcome the fact-checking email, but I thought the reason why it was uh, fence, horses stay behind fences so easy is because they saw the fences as larger than they, than they are to us, the, the way their eye is shaped. Am I wrong? I might just be wrong. I, I don't even know how to... <laughs> See, Kudo's leaving, and this is I'm just laying the track. It's about to get worse. It's about to get a lot worse in here. <laughs> you hated his science facts. Boy, will you hate mine. <laughs> I just don't understand what you could possibly mean. How can horses see things bigger? <laughs> I mean, first of all, we don't understand consciousness. Second of all, we don't understand a horse's consciousness. I can't understand that your consciousness is different from mine. Right. So we... You, you've you've touched upon the incredibly important philosophical paper, uh, what it what it feels like to be a bat. Yeah, yeah, and I move past that to talk about what the sizes are. <laughs> so you're that saying that paper looks huge to them. You can project yourself into the consciousness of a horse, and then you used a number six <laughs> times. You said, yeah, yeah. But conscious, what is consciousness, Matt Donnelly? Why don't you answer this right now and save a lot of trouble for everybody in the world? Why don't you get your Nobel Prize right now? Tell us what consciousness is and why it's necessary and what it feels like to be in another consciousness other than your own. Uh, um, six times big. Six. 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 Well, you went swimming, then you went swimming in the falls. I did. 
Wasn't that great? It was really great. Was yeah. it worth hi- worth the ride? I guess. Sorry, sorry. I was about to say hi. I, I didn't mean walk. Uh, a horse. How was it worth the horse trip down? It was a helicopter trip down. Oh, helicopter down, <laughs> horse out. Helicopter? No, helicopter down, helicopter out, horse there. <laughs> horse, wow, horse about. Horse. About. <laughs> so we helicoptered in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the sounds of our trip. Um, we. We helicoptered Theater down. of the mind. We helicoptered down. Yeah. Then they put us on horses that knew the horse knew the way to carry the sleigh. Yeah. Uh, and then we went out deep into it, into the yeah. falls. Yeah. Then we explored around there. Then we got on the uh, horses and came back and then got in the helicopter. So it was just one, like one day afternoon thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do we think we're going to do? Stay overnight? <laughs> <laughs> I hiked in and hiked out. I believe I was in Vegas the night before and the night after. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there for, we helicoptered <laughs> in the bottom of the falls. You stay at the top of the Grand Canyon at yeah. the hotel? Okay. Yeah, at the hotel. All right. And then we helicoptered down. And it was really, really funny because um, we had a very slow-talking Native American guide. And he said on the entire ride, see, my friend Elliot Freeman, who's crazier than a shithouse rat, as soon as we got, I don't even know how this happened. As soon as we got on the horses and we were riding down to the falls mm-hmm. and the horses, I mean, there's no riding. The horses just go and you're on yeah. top of them. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he must have planned this, but we didn't know it. He pulled out a harmonica. Now he can't play harmonica, but as he rode his horse, he was playing the harmonica in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And it was the <laughs> right thing to do. And I had bought a leather jacket with fringe on it. For the ride. Oh. So we had a leather jacket with fringe and harmonica playing as the horses took us down there. And over the side of the harmonica, we rode about 10 minutes to this beautiful thing. And our guide said, Letterman? (laughs) And I said, uh, yeah. We rode another 10 minutes. (laughs) And he said, Miami Vice? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he rode a little further and then said, Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Was this the river IMDb you guys were riding along? I said, yeah. And he went a little further and said, our chief has a satellite dish. <laughs> and that's all he said on the whole trip. <laughs> no other words. <laughs> I don't know how well a satellite dish would work at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Do you? It depends on what year you went. <laughs> right now, they'd work pretty well. Oh, uh, yeah. But this was back in like 88. Right, back when it was one of the giant ones. So, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. They must have had an incredible satellite dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole Grand Canyon functioned as a satellite dish. For but that's all he said to us. No, that's you're now entering the historic Grand that's Canyon. Cool. No, my people have lived here since <laughs> Hector was a pup. No, no n- none of that. None of it. No local color. No. And uh, just, you know, and no no sentence around it. Just, yeah, just one yeah. sentence. Checking in. Other fragments, yeah. It is a long walk down and back out. I walked down and back out and would have really liked that helicopter ride out. <laughs> one of the first- Down, not so bad. One of the first movie nights I went to in Vegas- Someone brought up the Grand Canyon and someone said, you got to go by helicopter. And went, oh yeah, you got to do it by helicopter. And I thought, 
I am hanging out with a different group of folks <laughs> <laughs> than I typically hang out with. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just reading in my uh, in my journal that it was um, 20 years ago, I guess, 20 years ago, that uh, I went and did the Hollywood Squares mm-hmm. Dynamic Duo Week ah. with Martin Mull and Fred Willard, oh. Willie Tyler and Lester. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Uh, Penn and Teller. Yeah. Adam West and Burt Ward. Burt Ward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, others. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Todd Bridges and somebody maybe. Gary Coleman. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. A victim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're all in there. And then I had to uh, get back in time to do a show. So I shared a private plane with the Smothers Brothers. Oh, that's a good day. And at that point I went, you know, I'm kind of in show business. I kind of am in show business, but yes, you helicopter to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. (laughs) And if that's not ecologically sound, which I think it really isn't. Yes. Don't go. Yeah. Those are the choices. (laughs) Man, that waterfall is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I'd walk back down again. I'll go see that water. You would walk down again? I would walk down again. How long did it take you to walk down? Probably six hours down. Oh, down, <laughs> down, down. Did you camp the down there? Or I camped down there for oh. a couple of nights. So you're carrying a fucking tent. I was carrying a backpack, yeah. But that's some great stuff. There's some really funny stuff happened. That's the spot where, uh, I mean, I've probably shown you this. If you toss up tiny rocks, bats chase them, right? You've seen that. Have I shown you that? If you're out at sunset and you toss up a tiny rock, bats chase them thinking they're bugs. And I was in the Grand Canyon tossing up tiny little rocks for bats, and two bats hit each other, and one of them fell on me. <laughs> it wasn't four bats. It wasn't four bats. It's it for was you. two bats. <laughs> so a bat fell on me. But also... But wait a minute. You, you walk all the way down to torture bats? That's just one of the side... They're trying to catch insects, and you're throwing rocks at them? Yeah. Yeah. And they eat those rocks. They don't eat the rocks. They don't even catch the rocks. They get all the way to it and they go, that's a rock. <laughs> See, that's what it feels like to be a bat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Shoveled- bug, 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 bug. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> right, which is a waste of their time. Yep. Waste of bat time. Waste Very of bat time. Same bat time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam West knows that's a waste we of bat Hide it in. <laughs> also- By the way, a, a, a bat falling on me during a hike is my worst hike, not my most <laughs> <laughs> I laughed a lot. I screamed and jumped around and laughed a lot. Okay, uh, but then was, was the bat was, okay? The bat was fine. Bat hopped up and flew away right away. Then uh, he's telling that story. We just got exactly did asshole throwing rocks. A rock. I thought I, it was a bug. I this bumped guy, into Bernie. This guy thinks he knows my consciousness. He doesn't understand my consciousness. No. Why well, thinks horses see fences six times? Bats crawling. He's doing a bat crawl. Because I found out that bats can't just take off from the ground. That's a crawl somewhere to some bats. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. It's not all bats, but some bats These have to- bats can take off off the ground. Oh, they can. The Grand Canyon did. It did. But some bats can actually, you have to, they actually have to like crawl to a, uh, a higher position to drop and fly. Wow. And then when I learned that, I was like- once, a, See, once you said the horse thing, no, <laughs> why am I going to believe you? <laughs> 
to, to, to a bat thing sound eight times bigger. <laughs> oh. I'll expect your paper explaining consciousness. <laughs> we see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. The second thing we discovered in the Grand Canyon, yeah. there were... there were a Who'd you go, What asshole did you go with? It was a whole bunch of assholes. It was Cub Scouts. Oh, so you were children. Yeah. So some of very, it was a forced march. It was a forced march. It was. I was, I think, probably the youngest in the in the troop. So and you were probably the only it was one. was Boy Scouts. Only one who enjoyed it. Maybe be the only one who enjoyed it. But also. Because <laughs> I, um, I went on Boy Scout events that I. No, you could, did not enjoy your Boy Scout events. Could not have it. But I, really I mean, liked. I was, I was, uh, I would have been an Eagle Scout if not for the religious stuff. But right. um, I was very successful in merit badges and very successful in the reading stuff. Right. Of Boy well, you, you told us your fire merit badge yeah. story, so. Um, but I <laughs> was, was. Was there a magic one? Was there a. No. A sneaky weasel merit badge <laughs> when you explained to them how you got the fire merit I badge? actually, I actually got, um, I, the White Album came out. The Beatles' White Album came out. <laughs> and it came out on a Friday. And I went to Gribbon's Music Store and I got it. And I brought it home. And I had time to play one side of it. And then I had to go on a hike. And I tell you. I went on that hike and I was not faking in any way, but I got really sick and had to come home from the hike, put on the second side of the White Album, and I was all better. The idea of going on a hike when a new album had come out, I mean, thank goodness it wasn't Blonde on Blonde, I would have, but um, uh, the White Album was was a good album for me. I, I, I mean, I remember opening, I mean, I actually remember now opening the shrink wrap on the White Album, and the smell of it, and the poster coming out, and those four eight-by-tens, and putting that record on my turntable, and then listening to one side, my mother saying, you have to go on the Boy Scout hike, and me going, (laughs) 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 and trying to think of any way to get out, and then I got really sick, I mean really sick, like fall down sick, then I got back in my room, Martha, my dear. <laughs> I can remember the smell of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> not me, not me. I remember the also bottom. we had. Uh, and I don't know how we discovered this, but there were caterpillars on on some bushes, and we discovered if you if you banged out a rhythm, the caterpillars would stand up and look like they were dancing to it. And I don't know what caused that or why they did that. And and I haven't found caterpillars to do that again anywhere else. So maybe it's just a Grand Canyon thing, or maybe it's a, maybe it's a Cub Scout LSD. Thing. <laughs> it could be Cub Scout LSD. <laughs> The Cub Scouts, when I was in them, the whole goal was to smoke anything you could. There were kids on this trip in the Grand Canyon who would put donkey manure in like a toilet paper holder and try to light it and smoke it. They were, they were not a not a happy bunch. I guess what do you want? What's 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 more powerful, neglect or abuse? You know. <laughs> I loved the Grand Canyon and still do, and I'm going to take my daughter. My daughter wants to go to the Grand Canyon. And you're going to walk. First leg of the trick. We're not going to, no, we're going to walk, we're going to go to the edge, and we're going to ride a bus around, we're going to look off the cliffs and go, wow, look how beautiful it is. I can see the river. Look, there's the river down there. That's what we're going to do. Should be nice to take a helicopter down there. Just- sure would. If only I had the dough. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we're going back through uh, through Bishop, California to go to 
Schatz Bakery and Yosemite. What's Schatz Bakery? A German bakery in, in Bishop, California that I love. Mm-hmm. What do you get there? Coconut macaroons dipped in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm not a big macaroon fan or coconut. Many, many different types of breads and snacks and cookies. And it's, it's, I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it has to be good. It's called Shatz. Right. And it's you still think, open. Exactly. You think Smuckers has a bad name? <laughs> Shatz. Come on, Smuckers. Get in the game. Generations of children back, but get my cake from Shatz. You know, if it's still open, it's got to be very good. <laughs> The the uh, the guy Mr. Shad who I don't I, I don't know anything about except that he used to have signs on the window out front that said first off no photos you cannot take any photos inside Shats and second off that other Shats up the block those are those are cousins of mine and they're not as good fuck those guys <laughs> why no photos I don't know I answer to either question <laughs> apparently subsequent generations of Shats opened other delis in the area to. I don't know, slipstream off of his fantastic baking or something. That's weird. It's just weird that he's so angry about it. You would have thought that somebody in the family would have considered changing their name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're Germans. They probably pronounce it Schatz. Yeah. Sure doesn't read that way. (laughs) Go go ahead with the phonetic spelling. Embrace embrace it at one point. And now you have competing shats. This cousin shats open up down the ring. That's why. Could it be Bloomberg's down the street? <laughs> you think one of them would have figured out? Yeah. Tasty bread might be a good name. <laughs> exactly. Best coffee cake ever bakery. Yep. What about that one? <laughs> yeah. Yum yums. <laughs> I mean, the bar is very low. There are more advertising names than shats. <laughs> Arizona shats Yosemite. <laughs> Scotty's house. <laughs> That's the list. Scotty's house. Then my dad's house. You're not going to place good, right? Like Chicago or Boston? Yeah. Okay. Those are all on. You can't camp in Chicago. That's true. And I will have to get a hotel. Right underneath that giant bean. Just putting up a little tent. <laughs> so, yeah. From there, we're going up the Oregon and Washington coast mm-hmm. to a little town called Squim, to Coos Bay, and then Squim. And then from Squim, we're going, I think, to uh, Lake Pendereilly, which is a giant lake up in Idaho area. You haven't mentioned anything yet that I have the slightest interest in, except possibly Shats. Then we're going to, uh, I think, Mount Rushmore. Don't care. And then from Mount Rushmore, I believe we are heading south. I will tell you that my my mother-in-law thought that Mount Rushmore was a natural formation. <laughs> have you seen Mount Rushmore? She before? can't be alone then, right? I have not been there in person. Well, we we know you've seen pictures, idiot. <laughs> well, um, you got to make sure you go there because any, any monument that it's it's most popular telling is that it's underwhelming when you see it in person. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah, most people go like, oh, it's not as big as I thought. <laughs> it's what I only <laughs> thought is when they see it. Same as Dealey Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you want to get there before they had Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have the giant crazy horse statue. Yeah, the crazy them, right? horse. I hope the crazy horse is done by the time we get there. It's a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> From there, we're heading, uh, I believe, south, perhaps down to uh, Louisiana and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like New Orleans much. My son also wants to go to. I thought you Chicago. might like it as a music town. Uh, yeah, I saw some good music there, but I, it just got a vibe to it, that I, like a drinking. Well, the, obviously, the main. The whatever the the block 
like just a, I think the French Quarter. Yeah, the French Quarter. I think what's hilarious is, is how small. Because yeah. like that, they have that one tourist. What's the main street? <laughs> you thought everything was going to be big, didn't you? Bourbon Street. <laughs> so Bourbon Street are smaller than you. Think. One block. This up. is why the horse thing is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have horse eyes. No. <laughs> yes. You have opposite horse eyes. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> six. I have six eyes. No, it's like uh, yeah, the the big drunken <laughs> street. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. And then a block of a block above it and a block below it is still has a drink vibe. But then you go any other street. It just shuts off and it's like regular streets. And then almost everywhere, you can't what I love being is you can't go anywhere without hearing live music. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. But St. John's Newfoundland has more. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, uh, one of the first places I went uh after losing all my weight. Yeah. I lost like a hundred pounds and hundred and ten pounds in a very short period of time. And then we went on the road after that, and I was very used to, I mean, um, well, at that point, I guess 20 years, 25 yeah. years, no, longer. Yeah. Uh, any place I walked, uh, if there were a lot of people around, I wouldn't go more than a half block without somebody acknowledging who I was mm -hmm. in very pleasant ways. I'm in no way complaining. Yeah, yeah. Just, hey, Penn. Saw you on TV, Pen. Did it at a pen. Where's Teller? You know, boom, boom, boom. Is that your well, helicopter you took down here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just walking Let normally, <laughs> and that would be in uh, that would be in uh, that would be in England, you know, or that yeah. would be anywhere in the United States or Canada. Just walking around, and I got to New Orleans, and I'd been there before, and it, we you know recognized all the time, especially in the touristy areas. And I was walking down Bourbon Street in the middle of the afternoon, and had lost over a hundred pounds. And not one person recognized me. Yeah. Not one person. Because, you know, I wasn't right. the fat guy we saw on TV. It was very, very strange. I, I wasn't resentful of not being recognized. It also wasn't a big burden. It was just deeply different. Yeah. It was a feeling of time traveling or an alternate universe. <laughs> like, if I hadn't gone to show, well, if I hadn't gone to show business, I'd be in prison. But if I... <laughs> If I, had, if I hadn't gone into show business. The day you got to prison, you would have gone to New Orleans. <laughs> and I was walking through New Orleans. This is what it would feel like. Yeah. It was just really great. I went to like an art gallery in a few mm -hmm. places. Very, very strange. And then sat um, sat and watched the river flow. At Cafe yeah. du Monde. Yeah, I went there in the middle of the night. Had uh, beignets. Yeah. They've got uh, metal, uh, like wrought iron. That must have been a different time because. Um, you wouldn't eat beignets at that point. I wouldn't have eaten beignets at that point, yeah. But uh, there's a metal. You might have the coffee. Metal tables, and the, you have these powdered sugar donuts. And we're always working trade shows there, so we're wearing our nice black pants. When you get up, there's like a little <laughs> cool little pattern, like stenciled onto your pants from the powdered sugar the, falling uh, through the mesh. <laughs> my school uniform is like the Bavarian cream ones, were the only ones left in the box. You know, for like school donut day or whatever. <laughs> and I still just remember getting just. It's like it's like it's like a, a bomb. It's, it's a bomb and a donut. You wore uh, you wore a school uniform? Yeah, for what, grades one through eight, yeah. You wore Catholic, what, Catholic Holy school? Holy Cross, Holy Cross Catholic School with Franciscan nuns uh, over there in Rumson, New Jersey. And what was the costume like? It was uh, gray slacks, penny loafers, black socks, and you had to do the- uh, Orange ascot. <laughs> powder, like a powder blue, like a light blue, almost like policeman's blue button-down shirt mm -hmm. with a navy blue tie and uh, blazer. Did you like wearing the uniform to school? Uh, I didn't, I didn't like it every year, but then when I went to public high school, I was like, oh, it is nice just not thinking about what you're wearing yeah. all the time. That's, that's the argument they give, that it, and, it, no class. 
no class differences. And the amount My children of sports, wore uniforms for some stuff. The amount of like sweaty, furious sports I played in penny loafers is ridiculous. Like how I still have my feet is I, is, a, is a mystery. <laughs> like, I, I'm like that we didn't all have like torn ankles or whatever. Right, yeah, we played He's going out for a pass. Man, yeah. he looks good. Full yeah, full <laughs> football games, full full court basketball games. All of us in our dress shoes running around. <laughs> Just, and you are going home. Is that I right? am. I'm going back to Red Bank, New Jersey. I've been actually, I've had a friend of mine who owns a bar there, Jamie, and was uh, nice enough to get me in with the people who book the shows there at the Count Basie Theater. Mm. They just opened up a new theater, brand new theater called The Vogel, which is like a 350-seat uh, theater. Why is it called The Vogel? I think a rich guy named Vogel was like, I got you, fam, and uh, <laughs> just slammed down the money there, as far as I know. I like to think it's the fired Lakers coach who t who decided his next career would be managing a theater. <laughs> yeah. But no no one's correcting me on that yet, so I'm just going to let that happen. 300 seats. 300, yeah, 300. Is it on sale now? It's on sale right now. Tickets went on sale on the 26th. And how's it selling? Uh, so far, I've already sold about a third of it. Oh, that's really good, isn't it? I think How far so. out six you? months away. Oh, Jesus, that's really good. You're clean. Yeah. You're clean. I got a very strong reaction to it. Like I was like, this is important to me. I don't know if it would be important to anyone else, but I have not performed in Red Bank since, I don't know, 2007 or something mm -hmm. like that. So uh, in any capacity. So I. Th well, here's, I want to give you a little piece of advice from yeah. one of your heroes. Yeah. Dynamic pricing. <laughs> Because I'm going to tell you, 300 seats, <laughs> if they're selling for five grand a piece, yeah. you're going to do well. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. You're going to be able to take a helicopter and meet him at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> but yeah, and if anyone, it's in February, so you have time to get you have time to get a sitter. But if you if you can go uh, go to the Count Basie website, look for the Vogel, and look for events on there, February 18th. And if I sell it out quickly. Mm -hmm. they'll add another night. Wow. So I want to do that. And are you still being lowered from the ceiling in a, in a regal throne? <laughs> it's a, it's just a, it's, it's more of like a ramp uh, just of Taylor ham underneath my <laughs> Taylor ham tubes will lower me down. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll give out souvenir garden state parkway tokens to everybody who came <laughs> to be a Jersey celebration all the way through. That's really, that's really nice. It is very nice. I mean, the reaction I'm getting is, I was really, like, names I haven't seen in a while, and people all said, tickets bought, see you there, kind of stuff. Well, I, I guess, I guess I gotta go play Greenfield, Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever done it? Uh, no. But there's a, there's a, there's, I think there's a coffee house there now. Yeah. And there's, uh, there's also the high school theater, of course. Yeah. I could, uh. Yeah. Solid yeah. 500 folding chairs. Yeah. No, we have, that was a nice thing. I mean, remember it being a big theater, but then yeah. again, back then I was a horse. <laughs> yeah. So it seemed bigger. <laughs> back when you had the horse eyes. Yeah. Oh, horse eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh horse eyes, Gillette, back it down. <laughs> would you want to do a solo show or would you drag Teller with you? <laughs> I don't think you could tell her to go to Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the frame. <laughs> but, uh, there's a coffee house. I could get my it's guitar. Yeah. I mean, you do, you do juggle, you do do magic tricks, you do play the musical instrument. You, yeah. you really are your own little I, vagabond circus person. Yeah, I could do, I could do that. Maybe I'd get Bobby Reynolds to loan me his two-headed calf and his little person. <laughs> his tattooed dog. You, could you, 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 you get like Mike dogs. Motion? You do, a, dog. you do a reunion? I don't know. Mike Motion, it's hard to get in touch with. He's kind of, he still lives near Greenfield. Now. Yeah. He's kind of, um, kind of, uh, hermetic. Yeah. And he's been so for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. I think I you sell a few tickets without him anyway, so I don't want to push too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm still hoping for the uh, 50-50 tour. Yeah. Where for our 50th year, we play all 50 states. And we have those still those few that are left that we've never played. Yeah. I still want to do that. No one's on board with me on this. <laughs> no one. I, oh, I'll drive yeah. the bus. <laughs> You're talking to two people who definitely I'll bring the bikes. <laughs> Years ago, I wanted to do uh, 50 shows in 50 states in 50 days if I could pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my wife was like, wow, don't do that to me. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> amazing how that works isn't it yeah yeah your wife says something and you do it <laughs> that's why i'm packing my garage <laughs> my but wife wants have, to move i still have my 50th birthday on the horizon so maybe i can pull it you off for that it. 50 50 50 50 do it all yeah horse eyes <laughs> the horse eyes tour. the horse eyes tour it looks bigger than it is i don't i don't want to i don't want to miss i don't want to misread this next. okay i'm changing the subject entirely <laughs> let's do it because you can some, save it for the opening of the next one. Sometimes, no, no, I want to do this now. All right, uh, maybe I should. Yeah, I, I want to also talk about D. Snyder. Talk about D. Snyder. I'll read this later. Let's just talk about how great D. Snyder is, shall we? Yeah, we should talk um, about how great D. Snyder is. Attention, QAnon, maggot fascists! Every time you sing, we're not going to take it. Remember, it was written by a cross-dressing, libtard, tree-hugging half-Jew who hates everything you stand for. <laughs> It was you and people like you that inspired every angry word of that song, so fuck off. <laughs> that is that is something to memorize. Yes. <laughs> Read it again, you know. Attention, QAnon, Maggot Well, fascists. you should say ahead of this, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister, written by my friend D. Snyder, uh, has been used by, who's the dipshit in Arizona? It was used oh, by- I do have that. was used by Trump. Oh, you're talking about Joe Apario? Or the other guy? Lake. The, the woman. Lake. The woman, Lake. Oh, yeah. K- Karen, Carrie Lake? Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Uh, I don't know if she's Arizona, but she's somewhere stupid. She's Arizona, yeah. And uh, it was also used by Trump. He said he asked Trump to stop doing it, and Trump did stop. Well, that's good. So she's been using, we're not going to take it. And this, read it again. <laughs> Attention, QAnon, maggot fascists. Every time you sing, we're not going to take it. Remember, it was written by a cross-dressing, libtard, tree-hugging, half-chew, who hates, all caps, everything you stand for. It was you and people like you that inspired every angry word of that song, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and as I, I wrote to D this morning to just tell him yeah. how great I thought he was and asked if he wanted to come on and talk to us. And he said, I'd love to, but I'm getting a 1934 hot rod delivered to my house. Oh, he's doing okay. <laughs> he's doing okay. <laughs> I love it. People called it uh, like, oh, you once called Trump your friend. And he just said, 100% true. And then Trump opened his big fat mouth and started spewing poison all over this great country. He lured the scum of the earth out of the shadows from under the rocks to join him in his fascist movement. And that's when I asked him to stop using it. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's endorsed the song for Ukrainians protesting against the Russian invasion. And abortion rights activists. So he's already said yes to them. And what is the first line of uh, we're not going to take it? We've got the right to choose. (laughs) But that's what he also talks about that. Yeah, he does. He does. He says, you can use it, but fuck you. No, no, I'll say something different. Oh, okay. For the the, uh, anti-abortion people. Yeah. We've got the right to choose it. Yeah. He says that's the first line. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yes, what I love about D is he says, I don't have the legal right or the moral right to stop you from using it, but I can speak my mind about it. D, you're perfect. He is perfect. Absolutely perfect. You know, and when, um, when those, um, tipper stickers went on all the records, who was there 
talking about it. Frank Zappa, yeah. John Denver, and Dee Snyder. Yeah. They were the ones that were out there. And uh, Dee spoke beautifully. I mean, Zappa's speech is legendary. Right. Been recorded, been shown. And it's uh, it's great. Zappa's speech is great. Dee Snyder's is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that with your horse eyes. <laughs> there was a lot to see there. So, Dee, um, thank you. Okay. So, what's another? Because we do broadcast live on the... Uh Twitch. Mm-hmm. A listener has indeed forwarded me a, a British science uh, website. Mm-hmm. Do horses see things bigger? Horses' eyes are eight times larger than humans, just as some other mammals' eyes are. Due to this, horses' eyeballs have oversized retinas, which magnify everything a horse sees. For a horse, up-close objects can look 50% larger than they appear to humans. Where's the number six in that? Nowhere. I heard eight, <laughs> and I heard... Uh, 50%. Not as nearly as large as I thought. You're still right. Per- you couldn't perceive it that much bigger and still eat it. <laughs> you would miss it. <laughs> so it doesn't right. seem that much bigger to you. It seems normal to you. I mean, I, you, you, you are. I was right, right in the beginning. Yeah, you are knocking on the actual idea of consciousness. Yeah, because the fact that the light and the lenses work that way doesn't is, matter at all. Doesn't matter at all. It's the way. The brain is perceiving it, but it's not even the way the brain is perceiving it. It's the way that consciousness okay. is perceiving it. I have weighed uh, what this person has helped me with, mm-hmm. and I have weighed what you have said, mm-hmm. and you are right and I am wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, Rich, what do you have to say about this? The experiment with the upside down glasses, do you know that one? Yeah, I do. You want to tell that? Uh, sure. You can wear upside down glasses. <laughs> yeah. That um, guy. that reverse everything. Yeah, uh, because our, our brains already do that now, right? Right. No. Yes. You can wear those glasses, and they are really disoriented, and you can't function. And then it switches, and you're totally okay. Then when you take them off, you're fucked. Yeah. You know uh, who told me about that study? Who? A horse. <laughs> <laughs> A horse friend of mine told me about that. So you're con- what's important is not what is going into the eye it's what's yeah. being processed horse just wusses that's all the matters you put up fences they go oh no that's all that, that that's what we figured out today. <laughs> right we also figured out the dolphins were stupid because they didn't jump over anything yeah so if they were in a pool next to the ocean and there was just a little tiny like just a lip they they'll jump over here all day but they won't jump over because they don't know what's on the other side even if they can see through it unlike chickens unlike chickens <laughs> it will jump over anything <laughs> so that's yeah. not stupid right no, that, that's probably keeping them alive a lot of no, the time. I think it's stupid. I think everyone out there, every hippie wearing a dolphin necklace should switch to a chicken necklace. <laughs> <laughs> or should turn it upside down. Why didn't the dolphin jump over the fence? Because <laughs> the horses saw it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but Remember when you were a kid and you saw that upside down goggle video? Did you see that in school? I saw that in school. No. They showed the guy learning to walk around with everything upside down and him wearing the glasses. And they said it was, he said it was horrible. He was sick and had terrible headaches in the first transition and then had to take them off and go through it again to get back to normal. Yeah, I might have chosen not to take them off. <laughs> <laughs> Just become upside down goggle yeah. guy? Yeah, upside down goggle guy. <laughs> Just walk around like some supervillain backstage at the Rio. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the kind of thing I would like more than hiking down the Grand Canyon <laughs> and trying to get caterpillars to dance and bats to fall on me. With me, while my fellow campers smoked horse shit, <laughs> six times larger, six times the highest, six times worse. I heard those caterpillars found Gudo's drumming six times funkier. <laughs> and we finished six times. That was Ben Sunday's. <laughs> cha cha cha. <laughs> You become naked. The world that we see is not the world. It's what's processed in our consciousness. The colors, everything, are all created by us. I mean, there are colors of that light, but the way we feel it... I want to hear consciousness. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You got anybody to uh, thank there, Matt Donnelly? I do. You know know we love you. You know we love you. (laughs) Deep in my consciousness. First off, we should thank Dee Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. A great guy. Oh, man, I'm really far away from being able to thank people properly. <laughs> I really got caught behind you. You started lecturing me about this consciousness, and I really started getting tripped out, and I liked it. I want to thank the following people who have regular-sized eyes. Luke Mellon, Spencer Blair, Eileen Hunter, Samuel Stewart, artisanalsudoku.substack.com, the guy who became a member because he rolled double sixes, Jason Andrew Davidson, Peter B. Clark, Average Seal, Ben Price, Shane Farah, Matt Williams, plus a $110 boner office. Soapy Fresh, Dan Griffith, Brad Sherlag, Mike Cavadaw, Rafiki, and Steve Feldman. Thank you. We see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.